Hi, I'm Joanne Dicknair, Meemaw, with It's Storytime, Meemaw, and answered prayer for stories that point children to God on the Truth Network for Kids. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it. Share it. But most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, right off the bat, I'm going to tell you, I'm not Robbie Dillmore. (laughs) You got Jerry Mathis, and in the studio with me this morning is Mark Little, and I'm going to get to him, and also calling in will be Daniel Baranowski from Pinedale Christian Church talking about an upcoming concert. This morning, Robbie is on a men's mini boot camp. Uh, It's called an entrenchment event. And they do it at a church or an event center with men's groups, and it's sort of like the boot camp that they do for the whole weekend. And this is sort of where you're able to get your feet a little wet, put your toes in the water. And it's put on by Masculine Journey, same uh, same group that does the, the boot camps. But as I said, this is a Friday evening event, and then you will go home, sleep in your own bed, and come back on Saturday morning to finish up. If you're... Uh, um, ministry leader in men's ministry or a church that thinks they may be interested, I think you can go to uh, Masculine Journey website, uh, www.masculinejourney.org, or you can just Google Masculine Journey Radio and get that information. Um, again, this morning is a call-in show, so as we're talking to to Mark and to Daniel, and if you have a question or, or just make a comment, just give us a call at 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four, and again, this is Kingdom Pursuits, and Mark Little is in the studio with us, and, and I've known Mark a while, and the name may sound familiar, but we're going to talk a little bit about where how God shuts doors and opens doors, and how really when we're God puts opportunities in front of us, it's also how we need to look at it is also a ministry opportunity, and and Mark has done that, and Mark. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you, sir. Um, first off, uh, thanks for having me. Um, my name is Mark Little, and I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And, um, yeah, um, um, had a few doors open and closing uh, over the last 20 years or so. Um, so it's um, um, it's been a journey. It's been a journey, ups and downs. Yeah, and a lot of you're probably thinking, let me see here, that name sounds familiar. What what What's the connection? We're going to talk about what God is doing in his life now, but a lot of people will instantly recognize when I say it, uh, Bibbs downtown. Man, I'm going to tell you right now, though, I sure miss that barbecue and those hush puppies. <laughs> <laughs> There's not a day go by somebody don't mention hush puppies to me. <laughs> yeah, if you had never had those, you don't know what a treat you have missed, that's for sure. Well, it was, uh, man, what a blessing that was and what a, what a ride that was. Yeah. And, um, um, just the whole thing of how that evolved in my life. Um, of course, hindsight is twenty twenty. Things are clearer now, but at the time, um, it was not. <laughs> yeah, we're going to dive into that story a little bit and also just some of the things that happened during that course of time. I know that a lot of people, 
And I want to kind of get ask a couple quick questions, sort of the behind the scene thing. Uh, Mark was also pitmaster champion in what Mobile, Alabama, in 2013, barbecue pitmaster. Yeah. Um, my son-in-law and myself um, went down there and kind of showed them um, how we do it up here in North Carolina, or how we do it in Winston Salem. <laughs> showed them, showed them how it was done, how the right way done. to do it. Yes, sir. All right. Also, we got Daniel Baranowski on the phone with us, and I'm going to go ahead and have. Hey, Daniel, how are you doing this morning? I know you have a daddy duty as the reason you're calling in. <laughs> yeah, it's a wild morning. There's two kids and a wife that's got things going on and we're just doing our best to keep the family afloat with a lot of things happening but i'm glad i could join you hey i'm glad you're you're able to join us and one of the things we're going to talk about is just promoting the uh concert coming up at pinedale or the jesus people tour i'm gonna let you i'll tell you what even before we we go into that i'm just gonna i'm gonna throw a couple questions at you because you are uh, the the our worship leader at pinedale and the course of time, I mean, as leadership of a church, I mean, probably one of the biggest struggles that, that most churches are going through in, at, at this time is the music and, and, and the worship time of a service. And since I have you on the phone, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and throw the hook to you. <laughs> What's your take on that? Well, I mean... I find that my job over the last eight years has been the easiest job in the world. You know, worship wars don't exist. It's all a myth. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm writing that it, down there, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I mean, everybody on the earth has preferences. And it's not just in music, but in a church, music seems to be one of the places where our preferences kind of just come out and everybody has an opinion. And I'm not saying that anybody's wrong in their opinion, but each church, each collection of uh, local people gathering on a Sunday, they they just got to work together to flow and find a common ground that we can all sit here and go set our preferences aside and let's sing some praises to our God. We might not like every song. We might not like a single song. We might like every song, but in the end, we need to come together. And what it's really about is just singing praises of adoration and responding to how God has moved in our life. Yeah, and, and you know, I, Daniel's probably heard me say this, and Mark's probably even heard me say it. Uh, you know, with the with with sometimes with the worship part of the service, you know, I look at it as that's one of the things that's going to draw a non Christian in and make it more where they feel more comfortable. And for me, it may not be the exact type of music I like or or, or whatever. But if I just realize that and put in my mindset that it's really about the unchurched and making it where they feel more comfortable, that's powerful. But also when you start looking at how people worship during that, some of the praise songs and some of the more contemporary stuff, it's worship. And we kind of can put up a, a, a barrier there and not even see that the worship part of it because it's something we may not like. I always go back to the Wheaties example. You know, Wheaties has been around forever, but one thing that continually changes is the packaging of the box. I mean, today, if you got a, a Wheaties and it had on the shelf and you see Carl Lewis, these kids aren't going to pick it up because who is Carl Lewis? I mean, it's, it's a great athlete, but nobody's going to recognize them and stuff. So all of a sudden, they're going to have the uh, 
whoever uh, LeBron James or, or whoever it may be because that gets them to take it off the shelf. The content inside is still the same. That's what we need to make sure as a church, I feel, you know, make sure that God's Word doesn't change, that we're preaching God's Word, edifying the saints, but also bringing people to Christ. And the music is just that, it's that box. <laughs> and Daniel may not yeah. agree with that. <laughs> well, I mean, so quick history of what, like the Reformation movement from Luther on, once we as the congregation began to start speaking scriptures and, and stories in our own language of English, and everything wasn't in Latin or Greek anymore, we had the opportunity to to teach these people that didn't know how to read the scriptures. And so a lot of the early Christian songs were teaching scripture, teaching theology, teaching doctrine through songs. And as time has gone on and we've learned how to read, like every family mostly knows how to read in America, our songs have gone from teaching about who God is to responding to who God is. And so it's it's kind of this generational slow movement to our songs aren't all just speaking holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, like these these facts about God, they're responding. They're pouring our hearts out and saying, we, we love you, we adore you, we are going to change, we are going to fill in the blank. Um, and that's over many, many, many years. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here with Mark, and I know Mark also plays music too, and and. So some of this is probably hitting home with you also. Very much. I uh, I played blues harmonica in Parade's band for 10 years or so. So um, I've, I've seen the looks on different people in the congregation when all of a sudden the harmonica fires up. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of unusual <laughs> in a praise and worship. <laughs> and uh, I'm an old blues rock and roll guy, so my spin on the harmonica. Uh, but, but, man, it, it was very welcome. Very welcome. Once, uh, like you said, it, it, it penetrates. Music penetrates. Absolutely. We'll be back in just a moment. Kingdom Pursuits. Again, it is a call-in show, 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. I'm Jerry Mathis in studio with Mark Little and also on the line with Daniel Baranowski. Daniel, I'm going to flip back to you real quick. Uh, I know as you say you've got a, a, a house full of kids running around, so I do appreciate you taking time to, to give us a call. But we have a Pinedale has a pretty big event coming up in March and kind of fill us in on that. Yeah, so March 25th. I think it starts at 7 p.m., doors open around 6, but we've got the Jesus People Tour, which is Danny Gokey, Jordan Feliz, and Blanca. You might recognize the name Danny Gokey from uh, Christian Radio, along with the other two, but he also was an American Idol contestant, I think, in Season 6. Um, they're all out of Nashville. They do a great job, but they're bringing their tour to Pinedale, um, and tickets are, are running out, and we've only got about 200 left at this point, so it's going to be a, a great night. Yeah, so can they purchase tickets at Pinedale or online or what? what's the... Yeah, so, so you got two options to purchase tickets. One, if you go to um, dannygoki.com, you can go to his tour and get tickets there. If you attend Pinedale on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night, you can get them at the bookstore. You save a couple bucks there as well. 
but uh, like I said, tickets are running fast. So. <laughs> yeah, and and, and you, I sit there, and, and these these aren't just no names when I when I say that. I mean, I think both all, all three of them have on Christian contemporary music have chart songs, don't they? Yeah, there. I mean, if you turn on WBFJ, K Love, or uh, Air One right now, you very easily in thirty minutes of listening hear all three of these artists. They're they're all pumping songs out right now, and they're they're great. I mean, I'm super excited about them coming in and the opportunity to host and to to get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, and, and we're sort of springboarding off of that whole thought of being able to to host them, them coming in. And you play a big part of this at Pinedale is looking for opportunities to reach outside of the walls of that building. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we've we done Southern Gospel concerts in the past, and we're trying to, to continue that as well as adding contemporary Christian. Um, but just the opportunity for people to come into our building to uh, kind of see a little bit of what we're about on one of these nights and then maybe come in the next day and worship with us on Sunday and to plug in. Um, these are kind of what we call the front door opportunities of people to come in and check out our church. But we've also got uh, what you can call back door opportunities as well. We've got a lot of um, needs meeting ministries like grief share, divorce care, celebrate recovery that people come in as well that are just in a, a time of a hurt or a habit or a hang up. And uh, all of these kind of plug in to try to help grow our kingdom here and grow God's kingdom here on earth. Yeah, you just happened to mention. Uh, 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 some of the ministries and stuff, and and, and one of the, the things is on was it Thursday nights, once a month, do a night of worship. Kind of just explain what yeah. that is, real quick. And I know you need to move on from that, but just just take the opportunity, just sell, just just give us a word about what that's all about. So on Thursday nights every week we have celebrate recovery, um, but on the second Thursday of every month we've been taking the opportunity to kind of have our church and celebrate recovery come together and have a night of just worship and prayer. It kind of really doesn't have a topic at mind. We have people that come up and share scriptures and thoughts and pray over what kind of God's laid on their hearts. We, we, we worship through song um, in those evenings, and we've got prayer partners at the back of the room. So anybody that comes in just needs somebody to pray with them. At any time during the night, they can just roam to the back and, and partner with somebody that through, uh, through trust and care in an anonymous ways, we, uh, we pray with them. So. Yeah, and there's a lot of power in that. Also, just real quick, going to circle back to the the concert coming up. Uh, you can go to maybe Pinedale's website. I'm not even sure if there's. A, I'm sure there probably is a link to it. Pinedale Church to get information. What's the address and 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 say 200 tickets or less right now. So if you're interested, yeah. you better yeah, get the on the address the, of the church. Is uh, you can find us on Peter Creek Parkway across from the Walmart. Um, and then, yeah, if you, if the ticket information is not on the church website right now, you can just go to dannygokey.com and that can, that can direct you there as well to find tickets. Yep. All right, Daniel, we'll let you go, but, uh, looking forward to March 25th, uh, Jesus People Tour, uh, Pinedale Christian Church yep. in Winston-Salem. And I'll tell you what, if you want to hear Daniel come and lead worship one Sunday morning, come join us at 9.15 or 10.45 on Peters Creek Parkway at Pinedale Christian Church. Thank you, Daniel. Mark, I'm going to ask you, we're going to sort of go back, okay, a few years, getting started in a restaurant business. Do you think that would be what, you thought that would be your Um, last career move? I I really thought it was. Um, Being an artist by trade, um, 
old school hand artist, um, the industry started to change and it started to take the ability out of my hand and go more computer. Um, as that evolved, the company I worked for shrunk in size. I was eventually laid off. Um, laid off, all my children was grown. They left the house. I'm really confused. Just lost my last parent. My father had just passed. Um, just got laid off. Kind of confused on which way to go. Um, the art industry was changing and kind of leaving me behind. And I had one other passion, and it was cooking. Um, only two things I know how to do. Uh, I can't fix your car, but I can cook you dinner for <laughs> I, you. I, I can fix your you car, got that. <laughs> and you can do the cooking. So. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, you know, there, were, there, was, there was some time there of just um, uncertainty. And um, riding down the road one day and come up on this big church and – I just pulled in the driveway, and I just stopped, and I said a prayer. I said, God, I said, um, tell me which way to go. Do I stay in my art? Do I go in cooking? I, 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 I need a direction, and I just sit there quietly. And um, as plain as you and I are sitting here, I heard cooking, and I went with it. Um, took everything I had. I had a custom-made cooker built. Um, did my research on festivals, and um, I started um, Little by Little, which was named after my father I had just lost because I'm a little from a little, so it's Little by Little, and people says that all the time. You never realize until you start using something how how often people says that. So um, I went that direction, um, did vending, did private chef service, did festivals for about six or seven years. Um, it was great. Um, loved it, enjoyed it. And then it rolled into an opportunity to, um, have a restaurant. People started wanting my food outside the festivals and I had no way to provide it. And then, um, the restaurant come and it was, um, it was something I never, never had on my, on my radar. Um, but I knew the Lord was behind it because he had told me he was. And I never doubted it, and I never looked back. And um, it was full steam ahead. And by 08, which was a very bad year, if people remember it's 08, you may have already put that out of your mind, but it was a bad year, especially for opening a restaurant. Um, but two years into it, we, we had no choice. We had to pull the trigger. And I, have, I had confidence in my food, and I had confidence in my um, direction that um, – the economy never bothered me, and we opened the doors, and um, it was on, and we, we never looked back, and we went hard. Um, great opportunities, great opportunities to give back to the community um, with different functions and, and different donations and just uh, being able to help people in need, um, and we sold a lot of barbecue. Um, I was cooking 100,000 pounds of meat a year. <laughs> And um, that's a lot of meat. <laughs> that's a lot of barbecue. Mark, I'm going to tell you, I eat a lot of that meat. <laughs> <laughs> you had a few pounds yeah, to your credit, yeah, didn't yeah. you? I was uh, trying to help you out there. <laughs> I appreciate it. And, you know, it, it was great because my partner was my son-in-law. 
So my family was involved. Uh, my, my, my children started having grandchildren who, who grew up in the restaurant and kind of learned to walk in the restaurant. And, and it was just, it was just a great, it was just a great experience for the family. And, um, I hope for the community. I hope they enjoyed it as much as I did. And we had some great opportunities along with um, winning Barbecue Pitmaster Championship in Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, I'm going to stop you there for just a second because <laughs> I want to – I mean, when you watch those, because it was a, it's a TV series, and, you know, it looked like y'all nonstop. I mean, uh, behind the scene <laughs> – it's uh, <laughs> it be behind a the scene, uh, uh, when I realized it took three days to film a 45-minute TV show, um, you learn a lot about TV. <laughs> and uh, it's very interesting. A lot of fun. Great opportunity. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Um, even though I just had a bone spur removed from my heel four weeks earlier when I got the barbecue pit master call and uh, my doctor said, go do it. We'll deal with it when you get back. So <laughs> you can't see that on camera, but uh, there was a little bit of pain involved, but uh, man, what a blast we had. What a blast. And to be able to bring that back to Winston and kind of show, show the world what we do here. And um, I mean, it, it was just a great opportunity all the way around. Um, there wasn't a day go by. Somebody didn't come in and mention that. And um it was it, it was just a great experience. Yeah, I think after the show, and, and I don't think I've ever asked you this, but I've heard it from different people where it became almost Bibbs downtown was a destination point. It did become a destination. I, I, I kind of feel like at one point we educated the town on, on real barbecue uh, besides just North Carolina-style barbecue. Um, and and that, was, that was fun to just, just – present our style of cooking and, and kind of introduce people to barbecue that they'd really not experience uh, here in the South and especially here it's Lexington barbecue, it's North Carolina barbecue. And um, so, so it was a lot of fun to have people come literally from all over the country, all over the world. Um, they had seen the show and they wanted to come try it. Yeah. What, what was the, what was it? Bestern? Bestern. It's not Eastern or Western, it's Bestern. Yeah, we'll be right back. We're going to talk to Mark a little bit of what God uh, continued to do through Bibbs, but also the doors that he opened after that. Um, you're listening to Kingdom Pursuits, Pursuits, and we'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits. I'm Jerry Mathis, Ray's Body Shop and Record Service, and I'm in the studio with Mark Little. And as we left, he was sort of probably right dead in the middle of his uh, Bibbs days, Bibbs downtown. And, you know, the interesting part is when you talked about that was pulling the parking lot and hearing God tell you that he had a plan. Absolutely. And then the next thing is, as all of us as humans, when God speaks to us and lays out a plan, we have to be willing to <laughs> accept it and uh, and and to take that step step in faith. It's 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 accepting it and um, not questioning it. Um, but in this case, not questioning it was was really easy. That's that's how that's how strong of a of a voice I heard. So I never looked back wondering if I was doing the right thing. Um, it was just a new direction for me. And, um, I mean, he, he blessed the restaurant 
over and over. And, and I did call it my ministry. Um, I got many chances to pray with customers. Um, I had many chances to, um, I hope maybe, maybe bring some people to Christ that didn't know him that was going through some bad times. We, we got every walk of life in that restaurant. Um, I always said one of my favorite things was looking at a crowded restaurant and looking at their feet and looking at all the different shoes that came in that restaurant from high heels to work shoes, to boots, to flip flops, every walk of life come through that restaurant. And, um, they was at the best part of their day. They was at lunch, they was eating barbecue and they was happy. And, um, so you're, you're surrounded by that feeling every day. And that, that it's very personal to feed somebody to fix something that somebody's putting in their body to run on. Um, that's, that's a very personal thing. And, 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 um, I took that seriously and, and with a lot of pride in what I did. Um, so we, um, it was quite a run and we enjoyed it. And I thought it was going to be, um, of course we think we have a plan, we have a business plan. Um, but what finally took Bibbs down, you would have never worked into a business plan. Would have never. Yeah. And, um, of course, um, after 20 years of effort into this business, um, who knew a plague would shut it down? Um, and with that come the shutdown of, um, of me, myself, on a lot of fronts. Um, you know, one day we're in a thriving business, um, and then the next day we've got no customers and, We've got overhead and we've got bills and and uh, all of a sudden this big plan um, has come to a screeching halt and um, and of course I'm talking about COVID um, that that shut down the whole world and um, it just um, it, it just destroyed us as a business as a restaurant um, hung on for a year and just finally just um, just stopped the bleeding. Um, and it was um, it was life changing for me. It was it was changing in a way that um, I've worked at something. I've worked at this craft for twenty years, which is just an extension from my art. Um, same side of the brain, different medium, different palette. Um, and all of a sudden, my twenty years of work, and now I'm sixty years old, and somebody just took it away. It's not like going out under your own terms. Um, this was somebody just coming and like a thief in the night. And um, all of a sudden, everything I'd worked for is gone. Yeah. And, you know, as you're sitting here and I'm, I'm listening to Mark talk, I mean, oh, I, would rem- I, I remember that. I mean, <laughs> Mark probably don't remember this. I think he was in the parking lot that last day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I got extra orders of hush puppies, and I took those things home and put <laughs> In the refrigerator, I'd eat. Me and Myra would eat one a day until I, I was out of them. So I mean, it was it was a hard time. <laughs> it was hard. Time. It was a dark time. Yeah, and, and it was just um, man, it was just like flipping a switch. And it was um, it was something um, mentally I wasn't prepared for. Yeah, especially um, when, you know, and was just sitting there talking about the the the, the God aspect of it. I mean, this yeah. is something that God. It brought you to, and then all of a sudden, seeing it, losing it. But one thing that I would, I will say that I was proud of knowing Mark and seeing Mark, 
go through is he never lost hope or faith in what God had a plan. And it's just so important, and I'm going to stop on that a moment before we mm-hmm. go into the next phase, okay. is I think people go through things in, in you know, crisis in your life and stuff, and it's so easy to turn your back on on our Lord and Savior and not to fall or lean deeper into Him, but we can turn our back onto it. And then we also turn our back on the people that we should be drawn to, and that's other Christians are going to give us that encouragement and that counsel and just sometimes just pray with us and yes. be there to, you know what, walk alongside us. And it probably hadn't been closed long. Uh, I'm going to throw a, a, a quick, uh, um, I don't know, a plug in something mm-hmm. we do on Wednesday mornings that Mark's part of, and, and that is we have a, a group of men that meet on Wednesday mornings for breakfast, and we do devotion and just prayer. But really the big thing is we do, we share life with each other. What a blessing you guys was to me. Um, man, what a blessing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know if I could explain to you at the time what that meant. Um, to be around a group of guys like yourselves, um, it was it was a bright uh, it was a bright light in a in a very dark time, and um, it, it did more for me than you can ever imagine. And yeah, it's just the fact that they're for each other, and there's nothing any anybody does anything any any special. But mm-hmm. on Wednesday mornings we meet and we talk about life. We talk about losing spouses. We talk about Business is struggling, shutting down, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. But we walk out of there encouraged. Yes, and that's that's just so important. So, like saying, and at a great, I mean, a mega house still on Peters Creek uh, allows us to go in the back room and uh, use that room. Uh, they look after us, and it's it's just a blessing. Now, my biggest disappointment on Wednesdays is when I can't make it to the breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell my wife and say, "Man, I hate it. I, I'm not gonna be able to make it to breakfast on Wednesday," and um, because it's 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 become that much of a part of um, man, just just my sound mind and 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 keeping the faith um, because it really tests the um, walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. Um, that that's an easy thing said, and it's a very tough thing to do. Yeah, I think everybody needs that. Now, that's the reason I even want to just pause on it and just say it. it's because. As humans, we need that, and, and so many times we think we're too busy for that. Absolutely. And I just okay, I'm going to pick it back up again. Okay, okay now uh, all of a sudden, okay, that door is it's shut behind you. Well, it not only shut; it was nailed shut <laughs> um, because there was there was no coming back to it. I mean, restaurants are still struggling; food costs are everywhere. Um, um, employment is crazy. So yeah, that that door shut, and it shut on me financially and emotionally, and and there was no way I can open another restaurant um, at sixty years old. Nobody's loaning you money to especially start a restaurant. So here I am at sixty um, with our plans of, of my wife and myself to retire together. Um, so I'm I'm seeing that go away, and I, I've been in an environment with hundreds of people at their happiest part of the day for years, a bustling, um, catering, cooking, my crew, just a, a bustling atmosphere. And um, my wife works uh, 12-hour days at the hospital. So um, that first week, um, I found myself in a house that there are 
felt like nobody else was on the earth. Um, all of a sudden, I had no people around me. I had no team around me. I had nothing bustling. I had nothing to do. And um, I had things start to happen that I'd never experienced. Um, the main thing being anxiety. I heard talk about anxiety and never knew what it was. And uh, now I do. And I wish I didn't. Well, we're going to come back after the last after this break will be our last segment. We're going to kind of see what uh, Mark's got going right now, and I tell you what, it's pretty, pretty awesome. And I tell you what, I hope he gives his website. You can see some of his artwork. It will blow you away. I'm gonna tell you. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. To Kingdom Pursuits, and we're gonna roll into to Mark. Okay, God has opened shut, and now He's opened another door for you. And tell us a little bit about that, and um, also tell us where we can see that. Absolutely. Um, you know, after three months of struggling after the restaurant, um, anxiety, um, finger on nine one one a half a dozen times because I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, anxiety I never dealt with, didn't have the tools to deal with it. And after about three months, and, you know, you tend to think the Lord is is helping with the struggle, but he's just working on the solution the whole time. And after about three months, I'm, I'm sitting at the table one day, and I'm just, I've not slept in days, I'm not eating, my anxiety's all over the place. And um, just like the cooking, I heard him as plain as day, and he said, Stop looking for something to do. I've already given you something to do. Just do it. And that's in the form of my art. I've been an artist my whole life. I've drawn forever. And um, that's all I ever know how to do besides cooking. And um, I heard that just like me and you again. And um, everything changed from that moment. I went straight to my studio and I started painting. And um, I'm not stopped. And every door that he has opened, in the middle of it, you just, you just, you can't see no light. But when you get to the light, you can look back and you can see everything that the Lord had repaired from the time it happened until today. And you can see it piece by piece put back together. Um, and that's where we walk by faith and not by sight because you can't see that stuff happening while it's happening. Um, but man, when you, when you're through that fire, when you've walked through it, and you turn around and you look, and you can see, you can see him repairing it every day, and and the opportunities that that has come to me through my art, the people that have seen my art and given me opportunities, um, where my art has already taken me, um, after doing it for so long in my life, doing it commercially, but now doing exactly what I want to do, when I want to do it how I want to do it, um, and then to see the pleasure that it brings people and knowing that's, that something's come out of my hands that the Lord has given me, um, it, it, it rises way above barbecue. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a different level. I mean, the talent you have, I mean, I see that stuff, and, and I'm one thing, I can't even fathom how you can do that because I couldn't even, <laughs> I, I couldn't even handle the the, the, the 
pay by numbers. I mean, <laughs> I can't stand the line. Out so. of the line. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if somebody wants to see that, I know sure. I know there's a website or I know um, there's a couple I have, studios. Um, I, have, um, I have work at Tally's in Mount Airy. I call that my home gallery. I also have work in the Enrichment Center in Winston-Salem. Uh, Maker's Mart and Thomasville, and I have a Facebook um, um, presence with art by Mark Little, and then I have um, um, an Instagram, which this is art gift because I know it's a gift. It, it is such a gift that that that's been given to me. Um, nothing I've done. So my Instagram is art gift twelve ten, and my Facebook is art by Mark Little. Yeah, and uh, it, the Mount Airy Gallery, which you call your home gallery, where no exactly that where is. Um, um, it's on Main Street, Tally's um, Framing Gallery, and um, she actually come. She was in the building where my printer was, and she seen something that my printer was running from me, and she told my printer have him call me, and she's she's been such a blessing. The encouragement and um, um, just the. Um, to help to get my work out and what she's seen in me um, just has been tremendous. And um, it's led to just other galleries and other opportunities. And, and now I do commissions and I'm in uh, what the last week in January and, and I'm five commissions deep um, of work to do. And um, every day, another opportunity is coming every week, literally something else is coming my way. And it's nothing I'm doing. I believe me. <laughs> uh, there was nothing I did in the barbecue. I just, um, I just try to hold on. And um, uh, man, the Lord's taking me through the fire, um, along with the rest of my family. I mean, you know, uh, you, a family member don't get to that point that don't affect the whole family. And um, uh, it takes family support and friends support and support like guys like you at the breakfast. And and there's 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 been a whole circle. Of um of um fixing that was done during this time that only God could have done. Yeah, and you said the Enrichment Center, and that's the one down in Richmond Old Salem, Center right there, in Winston, Old, right there yeah. at Old Salem. They um they work with um uh, special needs um, children and adults, and they have a big art program there. So um, anything I sell in the gallery helps them. Um, they they get a, a commission of that. So um, I try to keep stuff down there year round. And then they have different events throughout the year open to the public, um, but they have they actually have a gallery down there that's open. Yeah, to I'm the public. familiar with it. I, my mm-hmm. sister used to be one of the directors down there, and uh, great organization what they yes. do and stuff. Yes. But those that 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 segment um, again, Mark Little, go ahead and give me that address again. That yes, it's um, art by Mark Little on Facebook and Instagram is Art Gift Twelve Ten. All right, and also Danny Goki and the uh, Jesus People Tour coming to Pinedale Christian Church on March 25th. You can go to pinedale.church and get information on purchasing tickets. I think they said down last 200 tickets. Uh, Mark does a lot of, as I say, as we're going off there, I want to just make sure I say, I mean, he does, does cards and... I do paintings, I do watercolor, acrylics, I do acoustic wax, um, um, I do a lot of fun stuff. It does it even does it on tea bags, and that's probably I the most amazing bags, thing. Yes. <laughs> this is the Truth Network.